Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the War of the Monster Trucks. You're listening to the Owlstalk Podcast. This is the Owlstalk Podcast. Everybody's talking about my tight pants. Got my tight pants. Got my tight pants on. Online at owlstalk.co.uk You're listening to Owlstalk FM Okay, so as we're currently sat outside Scotch Corner on... Oh, help me out. San Shmun! San Shmun, San Shmun. St. Simon. Yay! Yeah, but St. Shmun as well. St. Shmun, St. Shmun. Is it Simon Street? It's St. Simon Street in English and St. Shmun in Maltese. That's it. It is St. Simon Street. St. Simon Street. And it's literally... It's literally just... We're looking at the Mediterranean sea palm trees and it's just off the main road yes it is near st paul's bay and the sun's going down it's a lovely i I would say summer's evening but it's not it's january the sky is blue and there's a bit of red there it's actually good and the skull's going down quite well neil (laughs) (laughs) it's an absolutely beautiful uh january i think it is still january 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 evening and we've got a scarlet Scarlet sky that's just skull, setting skull, over skull, skull scarlet sky <laughs> setting over the Mediterranean Sea. Um, we sat outside the Scotch Corner, which is the official home of the Sheffield Wednesday Supporters Club here in Malta, and it's a thriving, growing community of Sheffield Wednesday fans. Um, I've come across on EasyJet just to check it out and uh, spend a few days down here with the guys, and uh, I bumped into remarkably. Uh, the first thing I've got to say is that I've not met any Sheffield Wednesday fans that are living in Sheffield currently, still. And this couple, this this couple, yeah, I'm in Malta. This 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 couple are no different. Um, but amazingly, you're f- you live you're from Sheffield, support Sheffield Wednesday, but you're living in Ayr. Ayr, Scotland. That's right. That's right, Neil. Is that how you pronounce Ayr? A Y R. Is that how they pronounce it in Ayr? Is it? Is it? Aya. Yes. Aya. Pronounced it right. <laughs> Ten minutes of everybody saying Aya. But yeah, Aya. And Aya in Ayrshire. And uh, for anyone that's like myself that's never been to Aya, uh, where is it? It's 300 miles from Sheffield, put it that way. Is, is it? Uh, yes, indeed. And in terms of Scotland, I know where Glasgow is, I know where Edinburgh is, where's Aya? It's 39 miles south of. Glasgow. Right, okay. Yeah. Okay, so near Blackpool. <laughs> uh, not quite that far south, but uh, again that way. <laughs> so, uh, first questions first then, why, why are you living in here? I uh, went up there to retire, basically. Um, why here? Why? why? It, my wife originally suggested we go and live up there for retirement. She took me in October, 11 weeks later. 
eight years, uh, seven years ago rather, middle of October, first of December, we're actually living up there. Enjoy. Yeah. I love it that much. Uh, forgive me because we've not even introduced ourselves properly, but let's have some names first. Okay, my name's Chris Skinner. I've been supporting Sheffield Wednesday since 1959 for all my sins, but here yeah. we are. And you good lady? I'm Isabel Skinner. We've been married six years now. And uh, I weren't a Sheffield Wednesday fan. I'm from Nottingham, so I was oh, yeah. uh, I was a Notts County fan. Well, yeah, oh, counties, <laughs> counties, all right compared now, to Forest. Now I've been, now, now I've converted my wife to a Sheffield Wednesday fan. <laughs> That's the kind of success story that we like. So, right, no offence, right, no offence at all, but we're sat in Malta looking at palm trees and the Mediterranean Sea. Why air? Why, why? I mean, I know you said that, like, you know, we'll go and retire there, but what? It's by the seaside. What more is can it? you ask for? Is yes, it? we live uh, approximately 300 yards from the sea, one one street back. Yeah. Um, do, do, do you love it? We do. We absolutely. That's what, that's what matters. That's what matters. So uh, talk to me about, um, uh, tell you what, talk to me about, first of all, why you're here at uh, the same time as me. Uh, we've been here... Uh, Christine and Dougie were initially new here when they initially put the Sheffield Wednesday bar up and we dropped on it quite by accident. There were a car outside yeah. with Owl on the number plate. Right. And okay. we looked up and there was Sheffield Wednesday, so we've been coming in here ever since. So, literally, you came across to Malta for a holiday yes. and you were parking up or walking past and you walking saw a by. car walking by and you saw a car with a registration with Owl on it. Yes, it were totally by chance we we bumped into this place, but we love it. That's love that's it. incredible. Yeah. And, and when was that? Uh, three year ago. Was uh, it? The Dougie and Dougie and Christine were new here then. They'd yeah. only been here a matter of months. Yeah. And um, am I right in saying that, Steve? No, 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 no. no. Sorry. But no, 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 no. Basically. Christine, Christine's been here since 2006 yeah. and Dougie's been here since around about the same time but they've had the bar for about three years um, and from what he's just saying there Christine has a car she was married to my old man who is a Wednesday night and the car actually says Owls on it's blue and white mini with a blue and white stripe so hence the Wednesday night but then as we were saying there, the, the sports club didn't open up until June, but they've been coming here for three years since oh, then. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for the clarification. Sorry. That makes sense Sorry. now. Just, okay, cool. So, um, so how long have you been coming to Malta? Uh, Is it three years? Uh? About three years. About three years, yes. Okay, well, what, uh, from someone, same as me, that like comes to Malta for holidays rather than living here, what's the attraction? Uh, the friendly attitude, um, the warm weather. Yeah. Um... You're saying that and we've got hoodies on. Well, it's January. After all, it is January. It is, yeah. Fair play, fair play. Fair play. Fair play. <laughs> <laughs> fair play. <laughs> oh, yeah, but you're in a T-shirt, but are you warm? Yes, I am. I was shivering before. I'm not there. Yeah, yeah. Because it's... the bag is warm, then. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, the skull. Skull. Skull warms a man. They warm the skull up, so... Skull warms a man. I've had to put my fleece on at the moment, but... Um, Coming from having seven years, having seven years in Scotland, um, I tend to be a bit chilly. <laughs> I'm going to say, yeah, I've just, I've just realised I'm speaking to people from Scotland, so you're going to be hard into this. <laughs> so, what, what attracts you to Malta? We just love it—the yeah. whole atmosphere, the whole people, the places. It's, the is it, nice. it's certainly one of the friendliest places you can come it into. Is. 
Yeah, very friendly. Good, yeah. yeah. And uh, how long are you over for? Uh, we're here for another five weeks. We'll have been here in total eight weeks when we go back. Uh, last weeks. time we was here, we was here for 13 weeks. So, oh, yeah. yes. Yeah. You're yeah. Practically, practically natives then. Yeah. Well, we like to think so. We love it. We love it that much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. Coming like six months on, six months off, we do oh, yeah. like it that much, yeah. Wow. Wow. And where'd you stay? Just like in. I would say Boogie Bar again. Is it Bougie oh. Bar? Bougie. 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 Bar. Where are you? We're Please. actually stopping in Aura. In where? Sorry. Aura. <laughs> oh, that's complicated, it. So we go from Boogie Bar to Aura. It begins with a Q. Was it? <laughs> and it begins with a Q. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I, I know that as Aquaman or Quara or something. That's, That's it. Like, yeah, yeah, I know That's it. Right. Yeah. Sound, Which sound. is only like 10 minutes walk away from here. It is, but when you look at maps and you've not been here before, it looks like it might be 300 miles away. You think that sometimes, but when you it's, get to know where you're going, yeah. which way to go... No way far. Everything's just around the corner. Uh-huh. <laughs> Literally everything. What you've got to remember is you're only seven miles wide. Seven, seven, miles, <laughs> seven miles wide, so it's, effect, it's the same size as Sheffield, ultimately. Then. It is, yeah. it is, yeah. yeah. Yes, yeah. absolutely. That's ten miles square, Sheffield yeah. is. Yeah. So, so let's rewind then. So we'll start with yourself. So, um, you're, in fact, no, what, you're, you used to be a Notts County fan, um, and now you're Sheffield Wednesday born I and bred. Am. Kind of. Kind of. Yeah, no, kind of. Uh, I've been converted to Sheffield Wednesday, so every time they're playing now, we either, depending where we are, we either go and see them, but if it's on TV, we always watch them. Yeah. We've got our local buyers, so if it's in being... Ayer. In Ayer. In Ayer. In Ayer. It's a lovely little pub, and uh, we often have a meal in there, but it's very expensive. Yeah, is it? <laughs> a, shout, a shout to Smith's in Ayer. Smith's is that the bar? Yeah. Smith's. Yeah. Smith's bar in Ayer. Yeah. Right. Again, the Mercury. <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 so they put the the match on for you. They put the yeah. match on, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But normally, yeah. if there's another match on as well, which I shan't uh, mention because yeah. we don't like them. It's yeah. Manchester United. <laughs> <laughs> but they always make sure another TV is yeah. placed up for us, so we we do get the match ourselves. Awesome. And where you live is in Ayer. Is that? Am I saying it right? Ayer? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I've always known it's Ayer, right? Okay, so in in Ayer, is it like kind of a... How big is it? I'd say it's as big as... um, It's hard to say. It's It's a Just a a town, ordinary town. It's a seaside town. It gets quite a lot of um, tourists. Tourists. Bridlington? Yeah, I'd say about Same as Bridlington. Okay, got it. Got it in my mind. This this weren't for the listeners, this were for me. That's fine. Just to get get a picture of it. Right, sound okay. So... um, you're in Malta for eight weeks, and how often have you been to Scotch Corner? Well, we've been in here, this is about ninth time two, since two we've was. been here. <laughs> we've only been here three weeks, so it'll be about ninth time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We love it. We love it. The atmosphere. We met Stevie Ladd and the Sheffield Wednesday and the landlord of the Penny Black in Sheffield. He's been in and gone home. We yeah. love them too. Awesome. They were, they were stopping in the same hotel as we was, the Ritza yeah. in Malta. Oh, yeah. They were up there. They were our neighbours, weren't they? Yeah. For a fortnight while they'd been over, here. Got yeah. banners over Yeah. <laughs> Sh- banners shirt up banners <laughs> over the banister. Brilliant. Wednesday fans everywhere. Everywhere. That's everywhere it. you go. Massive. Yeah. Massive. I've, I've, uh, <laughs> massive. Massive. I've, I've got to... Massive with Getting more massive. Skull massive. I've got to ask you how Sheffield Wednesday compared to Notts County. Quite a lot better with them obviously being in a different league. 
<laughs> did, did, you, did you go to Notts County matches? Yes, I used to go to quite a lot of county matches. Yeah. 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 And uh, what's it like in, in contrast to that then? Quite a lot different. Yeah. Yeah, a lot more people. Yeah. But obviously county was still a lot more friendly. Yeah. Because you Do, got to know more people that I've way. I've got to interrupt. Go on. The pigs have just fucking scored. Excuse me. The pigs have just <laughs> scored against Preston 1-0. Oh, edit that one. Oh. <laughs> There's still time. There's still time. So, uh, in ter- what about in terms of community? Did Notts County have a big fan community? Oh, yes. There was always good at that. Yeah. And uh, my partner, my husband, he's still very friendly. With, with the Notts County With the Notts County part. Is it, yeah? And uh, we had an altercation once about Notts County and Sheffield Wednesday. I says, <laughs> Sheffield Wednesday, we're playing here on Saturday. I said, there'll be folks set, sat next to each other in the stand. He said, whoa, 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 whoa. He swore at me. <laughs> there'll be folks sitting next to each other in the stand. And he, he didn't like that. It took, took umbrage to that one. <laughs> but he's a good mate of mine and he's a big Notts County fan. Before we uh, before we started recording this earlier, we were talking about like some of your memories from like matches of yeah. years gone by, yeah. and you had a better memory than me. That's just certain. But like you had a, a recollection of some like absolute classic games and classic players. Just talk to us about like your early days as a Wednesday fan. How did it all start for you? Um, it started in 1959. My grandpa took me down. I'd only be three or four years old, but I can't honestly remember it. But he yeah. said he did. Yeah. But the the first game I went to, and I, I went with my grandpa again, were in 1969. Right. We, it were a nil-nil draw against Queen's Park Rangers, and uh, we sat in un, seven and a tanner. They weren't. Yeah. Um, they that, went, uncovered. It were uncovered. uncovered. Yeah. Is it, was that the official? I've seven always known it as uncovered. Me. Seven and a tanner. Seven it were. Yeah. Seven and a tanner. seven and a tanner? About about fifteen fifteen. Pe- 15, Bob, 15 yeah. and threatens. Is it? Yeah, 15 and threatens now, yeah. Old money was so confusing. Yeah. I, I, I don't understand it. <laughs> um, but that's it. It were a Queen's Park Rangers. Nil-nil. We sat, sat there in the uh, north-south. East stand. Yeah. We were under. We right. went covered. Yeah. Um, that's the only match I went with him. But right. he said he took me in 1959. Yeah. Which I can't honestly remember, to be fair, it'd only be three or four, but yeah. they said they took me. And uh, I mean, my mum took us away into Derbyshire in 1965, she remarried, so it, 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 it I didn't go. I mean, yeah. in 1969, I'd be about 13 and she'd allow me to go to the match, so yeah. that's my first recollection when I went, the actual first match, 69. So. Yeah. When when I was growing up, right, um, and I really got into Sheffield Wednesday and started, it all started to make sense was around the time of uh, Martin Hodge, Mel Sterling, Mark Smith, Mickey Lyons and stuff. And I classed that with um, Verardi and Chapman and Marwood. I classed that as, in a weird way, that's my team because that's the first team that I fell in love with. So it's a bit like, when you're a teenager in your bedroom and you fall in love with a particular band or whatever, isn't it? and like you remember a particular team, right, that, that you were most fond of or most can connect with it early uh, teenage yeah. years. What, what do you think yours was? I'd say about 1963 when I were in King 
King Edward VII Hospital at Rivlin. Oh, yeah. Uh, I went there and all the team came round. There were Johnny Phantom, Johnny Quinn, Ron Springer, Gary Old, uh, Jerry Old, rather. Um, They all come round the bed in 1963 while I were in there in the orthopaedic hospital at yeah. Rivling. Yeah. Yeah. They, oh, I mean, that that <laughs> compounded the fact that I love the team yeah. even then. I mean, from 50, 59 to 63, and it all accumulate around the bed. It was absolutely fantastic. Yeah, That's no, awesome. got there. You, you see Sheffield Wednesday teams now, and uh, on an annual basis, especially at Christmas, they'll go in and they'll visit the kids in hospital, won't they? The sick kids in hospital. And you often wonder how much of a kind of a, how much that ingrains into children when they get visited by the manager and the coaches and the players and stuff so that did it for you absolutely in 1963 i mean they couldn't be more sincere how they come round the hospital and i warmed to it especially because what my granddad granddad had said and it were ingrained in me oh a blue and white through and through awesome and, and do you remember in particular like when that happened what was your favorite or what was the player that stuck out most to you from that visit uh, the the program that that everybody had individually signed really? that it was in my possession at the time but yeah. alas I've got it no more we'll come on to that yeah. horror story in yeah, a second absolutely yeah yeah another one slipped yeah. by me everyone in the first team had signed this programme wow yeah, that's, that's absolutely good. and was it, was it kind of like uh, come and sit and talk to you or did they bring you presents or no just uh, a chat round the bed was it, yeah. yeah absolutely brilliant oh, brilliant awesome. uh, I'll always cherish that. I yeah. will. I will. That's I will. Good. I will, That's Neil. Good. I will. And um, let's talk about your program story then. So, <laughs> when you told me about this earlier, I'm like, yeah, oh yeah, god. Absolutely. But um, so you, you got a program signed by the entire first team squad when they came and visited you in Rivelin. Um But you also uh, had it signed uh, a pro a program signed by a certain individual that uh, you no longer have the program for, Again. and uh, it's another one of them stories which. You let something slip out your grasp unexpectedly and uh, you've not got it anymore. Tell us that one. Uh, it was in 1971 when they played Santos on the Thursday afternoon. Um, That's right, it was in afternoon, yeah. Uh, Thursday afternoon, I remember it well. Um, I got my programme. There were Peter Grummet signed it. said, firstly, have you had the day off school, lad? I said, I've had the day off work, Peter. <laughs> He's, Peter Grummet signed it. Yeah. Keith Macklin signed it. And the great Pelly signed it, but <laughs> no more is it in my possession. It breaks my heart. Oh, and and, you, and what you you actually got that sign yourself? Indeed, yes. So, so you met the man outside the players' entrance. Yes, yeah, I did. Old... I waited and waited, and he spoke to me. The great man did, wow. and I absolutely. I mean, I were only sixteen at the time. Yeah. So what a guy! But that's that. When you're sixteen as a Wednesday fan, that's kind of almost like your impressionable age, I guess, to some degree. That's right. Absolutely. Unbelievable. Absolutely. And uh, so, uh, just on that match itself, because I've always been, I weren't there, and I've always been curious. But uh, it was a Thursday afternoon, that's and right. some people couldn't go or weren't allowed to go because they were either at school or work, like you mentioned. Uh, do you know anyone like that that happened to or? Um, I, I bunked off work. I was working in Sutton in Ashfield at uh, Nottingham at the time. Um, my first job. Yeah. And I, I phoned in ill. Uh, <laughs> I phoned in ill. I don't let Jersey Capwood at Sutton in Ashfield ever know that, but there I was. You, I think you might get forgiven for it in 2018. You never know. I, I'd hope so anyway. They're not there anymore, are they, Ducky? <laughs> They've long gone, but yeah. 
So, yeah. what, um, for, again, for someone that, like myself, it's not 100% on this story, why was it Thursday afternoon? Was there any reason? I don't really know. They, they, played, they played at Plymouth, yeah. Santos did. I think it was Aston Villa, us, of course, Sheffield Wednesday, and there was somewhere else. I think it were Middlesbrough. I'm not yeah. quite sure. There were them venues that they played, but the Wednesdays... Sheffield Wednesday game was on the Thursday afternoon and there were nearly 40,000 there, as I recall. Unbelievable. That's nearly unbelievable. 40, Thursday afternoon. Can you nearly. imagine? Wow. Very nearly. Can you imagine that these days? Really? Yeah. 30,000. Yeah. yeah, honestly, yeah. Yeah. And there's, there's, uh, see, I've always grown up seeing a photo of Pelé with the cop in the background, like a famous photo of that match. And I, I've always loved that photo just for the fact there's great man's on there. And, and what a great photo of the old Hillsborough cop before it had a roof on it. Yeah. If I ever see that programme come up for sale on this antique roadshow, I shall have it back in a flash. I mean that. I had 9,000 programmes and that one, the one that went with the 9,000... It, it does, it, it wrangles me today, and it's it, how many years ago, 1971, and how many, yeah, how many? Yeah. oh, crikey, did you write your name in it, sir, as a, as a proof of ownership? <laughs> if it don't come back, I'd buy it, I mean that. Yeah, yeah, I bet. Yeah. 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 So, uh, tell, tell us about your history over the years, and what's been your highlights of being a Wednesday fan? Um, I've got 12 good mates um, from Sheffield, Four I can bring to mind: Steel the Flange, Gary, <laughs> Dave, Dave, and I, I, Gordon. I, Gordon. Listen, listen, listen. No, no, listen. You can talk about Gordon all you like. I want to know about Steel the Flange. <laughs> Steel the Flange. It were a, a standing joke. Wheels. All right, then Flange. He used, used to greet us each other with that. Hey up, Flange. Yeah, brilliant, I bet he loved you for guy. that. And you, will, he, will he listen to it? I love him. I hope so. My guys, me, me, me mates from all them years ago, yeah. Old Flange. Ah, oh, we're going on them, Flange. Yeah. yeah. So, um, remind me when you moved out of Sheffield. Uh, I moved out in 1965 when my mum remarried. Yeah. But that were 1965 and 68-69 she'd allow me to move we moved 30 mile down the road she'd allow me to go to the matches right, on I my ha- own and, and how did you do that what, how did you get there uh, on the train from yeah. from the local railway station Westhouses and Blackwell it were but that's that shut in 68 yeah but I used to go from there it used to take it used to take nearly an hour yeah. it was in 10 minutes now <laughs> but I used to go on the all stop it. Just stop at every station: Chesterfield, Claycross, and Dromfield, Ely, Millhouse, Ecclesall. Yeah. It used to take about an hour, but she used to trust me to go. I mean, times were different then. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, how old were you then? I'd be about thirteen. Yeah, yeah. Thirteen. So a thirteen-year-old lad on his own, going on to the, the match, yeah, yeah. going to the match. Um, yeah. yeah. What What was Hillsborough like back in them days then? Electric, yeah. electric. I, I loved it. Yeah. I did honestly. But I think it was 1969. I think it was Jack Whitam that scored yeah. in about three minutes it, against Crystal Palace at FA Cup, and everybody surged forward, and I got winded on cop. Match were only three minutes old. Yeah. Everybody surged forward. That the old Jack Whitam. Jack Whitam scored a overhead scissor kick. <laughs> Everybody surged forward and it winded me for rest at match. <laughs> that, that's, tell you what, 
when I, when I when I went to Uncut before they before they put a roof on it and they had them crash barriers. That's right. Thing is, I used to like standing against the crash barriers when I turned up and I met my mates. We'd all stand together. I used to be like up up against the crash barriers until we scored a goal, and at, at which point you were like, I can't breathe. <laughs> oh, then when it is, then when it is, crazy, crazy on the cop. So, um, when was the last time you've been Sheffield, or how often do you get Sheffield, or uh, not at all? Or? Might be in Malta all the time by the sounds of it. Not, not as often as we like. I think last last time we went to a match at Hillsborough and they played Cardiff and uh, Stevie Maid played. Yeah. And um, that yeah. was the last one. But we went to the Wolverhampton one that Steve had said earlier at, at Wolverhampton. Yeah. Because we made a point of going there. Yeah. We made a point. We're coming back off our solid in. We made a point, didn't we? Well, we couldn't get in Wednesday side. We had to go in yeah, Wolves. We had, we had to, to go in the Wolves. <laughs> we had to go in the Wolves side, yeah. Good and grief. And get up and clap, as you do. As you do. As you do. Yeah. yeah it's like Wolves is not the most friendliest of places no. anyway. No. How did you find it? Horrible. Oh. Yeah. So, uh, over the years, what would you say, like, your favourite players have been? Um, I said earlier... Eric Potts, uh, yeah. ginger-headed winger, but he could cross a ball. And Brian Joycey, one of my favourites. Mick Prendergast, another one. Yeah. Um, Viv. Viv. Carlton Palmer. Ron Springer. Um, I could I could go on all night. You know what I mean? I, there's certain people that stand out in me. Yeah. I mean, Brian Joycey, loved him. They were warming up. One match at Hillsborough. And a kickball, row sixty-three. He <laughs> yeah. took this girl in the face, and he had the he had the decency to walk up and apologise to her. And that was Brian. Yeah. I love Brian that, as well. Yeah, that's good. Uh, that's good man. Cool. Very cool. good. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Now, when I was a kid and I was like 14, 15, I used to go into the South Stand under that old bridge that went across to the restaurant that I remember David Hurst before every match used to be stood on that bridge watching the fans like come yeah, walking under him underneath the a burger probably having a burger a burger in 20, pies, yeah. 20 pints and a burger um, where the old ticket office used to be actually and uh, I used to stand outside with my autograph book waiting for certain players to come out uh, all, obviously all the Wednesday ones and um, 
I'll probably nobody will listen to me after this but I was like Kerry Dixon from Chelsea and Ian Wright from Arsenal and stuff because I liked exciting strikers uh, it sounds like you've obviously waited outside for Pelle which is like one up on everything I've ever done but um, is that did you have any like heroes at Wednesday that you used to wait outside and meet or anything like that um not personally, no, yeah. no. To be fair, I mean that were a one-off match with the Santos. Right, yeah. It, it, it was that like a, a massive deal? A massive deal, and me that Neil, yeah. yeah. I mean, I was sixteen, a very impressionable. Yeah. yeah. And is that is that because it was Santos or because it was Pele? Um, both, I think. Was it Santos and Pele? Yeah, yeah. Because like at, at that point, was Pele the big deal that he is now? I'd have said at that time of day. Indeed, yeah. indeed. Fair enough. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Good. So um, here's one for you then. It's like you obviously supported the, the team through the 60s and the 70s and etc. onwards. During that time, Sheffield Wednesday went through a period, I think it was in the early 70s, where they changed the stripes to uh, playing blue with white sleeves shirt. Am I right? I think it's around that time. Right, that's and um, So for you, how do you see the current change of strip by Mr. Shansiri? Um, is, it, is it such a big deal or is it not? I'd just say it's not such a big deal, so long as it's red and white. Blue and white. As long as it's not red and white. Not red and white. Because, <laughs> like, uh, I think when we did make the switch before in the 70s, I think that coincided with probably like an absolute low point in Sheffield Wednesday's history with some of the games and matches and results and league positions and stuff. So, I don't know, is it, is it a, a black omen or what? I don't know. Or is it, does it, does it think, not matter? I just said um, it, the the ground will always be jinxed over the Leppings Lane yeah. um, scenario with Liverpool and Forest. Yeah, I, I, absolutely. I just said it's um, yeah. it'll jinx. Yeah, a little jinx. I might be wrong, but yeah. So in in that respect, um, and not just because of that, but do you, can you see Sheffield Wednesday moving to another stadium at some point? I hope not. I hope no. not. That's that's their home. That's their home. Yeah. That's where they belong. What if uh, the chairman was to say, "Look, I understand that like you've got an emotional tie to Hillsborough, but in order for us to move forward, we've got to move to a ground with a, uh, a ground with better infrastructure and traffic uh, and transport links and stuff like that, and we'll move up. I don't know somewhere near Sheffield Airport, what used to be or whatever. Certainly not. Certainly no. not, in my Same. opinion, anyway. No way. Totally no, agree. Totally agree. no, they've got to stop where they are. Certainly not, no. 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 Not, not up for that at all? No. no. But, no, no, no. But, but losing the stripes is all right for a bit? Um, I'd have said so, I'd have said so. But <laughs> the stripes is fine, but yeah. um, it's got a different angle on it. That's okay. That's, um, you have to live with the times. Neil, yeah. Neil, can I interact? Yeah, here we go. We're talking about the movement of the ground. Uh, for me being a Sheffield Wednesday fan born and bred in Lancashire but a big owl for me I think there's only one place where Hillsborough should go Go on. it should be in the centre of the Sheffield because there's only one team in Sheffield <laughs> stuff them lot from uh, S2 you know it's Wednesday we're, we're so, Sheffield yeah. Sheffield Wednesday the city is ours stuff yeah. Bramall there we've got to be in the centre of well Sheffield said. well said well <laughs> said I think we should knock down Staples and, and all around there all around that round near St Mary's and yeah. build, build up near St Mary's spot can I add um, <laughs> <laughs> when we're in the bowels of the third division, I went six seasons and missed about half a dozen games home and away. Um, my mates used to, even though I lived 25, 30 miles away, they'd say, be it 
Junction 28 on the motorway, especially if they're down south, they'd pick me up 12 o'clock, 12 o'clock they'd be. Awesome. And they, they my honest, genuine Wednesday mates. That's good. I'll man. never forget them. That's I'll never good. forget them. But talk to us about that time, because on Owl's Talk, right, we get uh, the older geezers, and they'll come on and they'll be like, oh, listen, you, you lot should shut up morning about... Atty knew you or whatever because like back in them days like in the dark days it were really grim it really grim like the football was terrible the crowds were dropped to an all time low and it, things were really bad and Hillsborough was a bad place and stuff how grim was it? Uh, it was really grim um, <laughs> Division 4 with Burton Shaw that's his, that's uh, that's the song that was banded about I'm afraid it, it yeah. was that bad it was that bad Division oh. 4 with Burton Shaw <laughs> I can't be no fairer than that. That's, it. That's how grim it was. Were there, were there any players back there that like brought a smile to your face, though? Uh, or, or was it literally that grim? It was that grim. <laughs> it was that grim, honestly. Yeah. 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 Um, talk, talk to me about managers throughout the years, then. So, um, who would you say has like, been probably like, the most influential on you? Well, I've got choice of two, really. Uh, Jackie Charlton or... Big Jack. Uh, Ron Atko, yeah. Ron Atkinson. Let's uh, let's start with Jack Charlton because like before he came to Sheffield Wednesday, he was obviously a massive name. Did you at the time that he came, I was only a nipper, but I couldn't believe he'd come to Sheffield Wednesday me. Um what what were your thoughts when he arrived at the club and, and what happened since? Um when he arrived at the club, uh, I thought a breath of fresh air to be quite candid about it. Um yeah. it did uh, a very mo it motivated people in a big way. It really did. Yes, it really did. You're talking about a game with Big Jack. I remember at Hillsborough we played Charlton Athletic, yeah. and we was three. I think I, I may be wrong. Maybe three or three one down, and we won four three. Yeah. I remember when we're three or three or four one down. Oh, sorry, three one down or three nil down. The fans were getting agitated, but we won four three. Absolutely fantastic, Big Jack for me. Above anybody, was it? He, he brought us back to where we are. You know, he, he started the rebuilding of Sheffield Wednesday. Like you said, we were, were on the verge of going into the old fourth division. Yeah. He rebuilt the club and fantastic. And then, obviously, Big Howard Wilkinson took us on from there after then. But Big Jack, brilliant. What a manager. What a manager. Well, would, would you say that like Jack Charlton laid the foundations for what Howard Wilkinson did then? Oh, without shadow of a doubt. I mean, Big Jack was superb, absolutely fantastic. And then, obviously, Howard Wilkinson, for me, Okay, I know he went to Leeds, but hey ho! But yeah. he he he, uh, he set he set the foundations for Wednesday, the eight three four season. It was outstanding, superb. Yeah. Okay, people would say the football wasn't the best in the world, but hey, we got the results, yeah. and that's all that mattered. Yeah, quality, quality. I, I love Jack Charlton, to be fair. But uh, again, I were a nipper. Uh, going back to Jack Charlton again, uh, a friend of mine that used to live in a neighbouring village used to call me Jack Charlton, and, <laughs> and I, I'm very, I'm very. Surpassed by that, I used to love it. Here's, here's here Jack Charlton. He used to call me Jack Charlton, and it were lovely. It really were. And then obviously Big Ron, which is like I think yeah. most yeah. Wednesday fans would state were a yeah. bit of a legend. I think yeah. there's there's myths and there's legends about uh, his second period and when he left us the second time around. What's your take on it? Um, it did leave under a cloud, and um, on the second they wanted him back for a, a second. Um, second term in office yeah. they offered him a, a car from Birmingham wherever he lived and he declined for that chauffeur driven car as well yeah. but he declined which uh, it tainted him as regards of being a manager at Sheffield Wednesday but um, nonetheless the first tenant tenement yeah. with him 
was good. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Is, is that is that kind of what's your prime time in terms of your all time favourite Wednesday team? Is it around that time or is it from earlier on? Uh, I'd say the late fifties into yeah. the early sixties. That I mean that I reckon. I can, I can, I can see the passion in that. Yeah, honestly, yeah. yeah. And now that's like, do you think that's um, because it's like in your formative years? Yes, indeed. Yeah. Indeed, yeah. Indeed. I mean, they had a, uh, they, were, they were unsurmountable in the 50s. They were you know, a good team. They won the league and this and. Yeah. Um, so um, you mentioned that you had quite a few football programs. Have you collected football programs before and then sold them all? Or? I'd got about approximately 9,000 in a couple of suitcases and I let the lot go. I said, here, I've carried them round the country. I've moved home about six times. Yeah. Take the lot. And that one, and that that Pelly one was in with that so lot. Who was, was the guy that you gave that to then? Um, it, was somebody, it was somebody in Alfreton. Was it? Uh, yes. Um, so someone in Offerton sat on a Pelle autograph it, it, it at least. Probably is. Yeah. Wow. Is on a Derbyshire. Derbyshire. Offerton's in Derbyshire. You're wrong there, Steve. Derbyshire. Yeah. He's got the best. No, no, to, to be fair, he's probably had him robbed by now. Anyway, you know what it's like. That you know what it's like. That I said, take the lot at the time and. In hindsight, uh, I've done the wrong thing. Yeah, well, I don't know. You, you know, you know, you know, you don't know at the time, do you? Um, have you ever had any owned any or had any memorabilia other than programs? Are you a memorabilia kind of person? Um, I've got numerous stubs from the from the matches uh, when they played uh, Arsenal twice in the nineteen ninety three. I got them three of them, three of them. I went three times the replay and the two initial games as yeah, well yeah. I've got all them awesome um, I don't really I'm not a memorabilia person but yeah. I kept them for mementos yeah good uh, apart from <laughs> programs <laughs> I, could, I could die I could die Neil I could every time I think about it I could, I could <laughs> choking apart oh it is here's, here's one for you right? when I grew up um Mick Lyons in the in the eighties, right? Yeah, in yeah. for me were like an absolute brick wall. Yeah. Where did he score his first goal? Yeah. Go on. Where did he score his first goal? Come on, Neil. Come on. Uh, Stockport. Wrong. On. Swansea City. His debut, and he scored back header, back post. One nil. We won one nil. And guess who made his debut that day? Come on, have a guess. Uh, what year were eighty three? Eighty three, eighty four. Uh, Gary Shelton. No, in River Hardy. Hey, in River Hardy. In River Hardy. God, my memories of that man. He came on as a sub, and Martin Hodge made his debut that day because Ian Hesford had broke his thumb and he couldn't actually play, and he never played a game for Wednesday. Yeah, Ian Hesford though. I used to go to every single reserve match, right, and sit in the south stand watching Ian. Specifically, Ian Hesford. I loved Ian Hesford. I thought he was great. I don't know why. Just like you know, like yeah, no. Sorry, but but, you know, like when you get like um, certain players that like not necessarily all-time populars, but like they can be cult to you. Ian Hesford, mine for some bizarre reason, and Andy Blair. Andy, oh, Andy Blair, the hat tricks, the hat trick. Oh, no, 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 the hat trick in the League Cup at Hillsborough. Yeah, Luton Town. Is that we were Luton? Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, four goals. Yeah. Yeah, awesome. Um, here's one for you then. Right, who's your all-time favourite striker? Um, I'd say, in all fairness, Mick Prendergast. 
<laughs> what do you know about Mick Prendergast then? He was a centre forward. He weren't. He was a centre forward. Was he? Yeah. We got an argument going on here. I thought he was centre half. <laughs> well, that's a, you're not a Wednesday fan then. Bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> no, no Wednesday fan. I said. Hold on a minute. Hold on. Let's get Google. Oh, here we go. Yeah, here we go. Mick Prendergast. He was a centre forward. It's all happening now, Molson. Centre forward. Hey, listen, Before your I, time, Paul. Yeah, you probably were, yeah, you're right there. <laughs> <laughs> Number nine shirt. <laughs> well, I stand corrected if I'm wrong. <laughs> you want correcting them, fella. Mick, so Mick Prendergast. Yeah, he were out now. He was a striker. He was a striker, yeah. Yeah, in the 60s. A central striker. Uh, centre forward. Yeah, centre forward. <laughs> and Alan Warboys, they got him from Bristol's. Yeah. Rovers, yeah, them two, they stand out. They were Alan War boys. See, so you're educating me tonight because I don't know these people. Okay. No, no bother. That's no good. Bother. That's no good. bother. Like that. Um, who was your hardest, toughest tackling midfielder? Hardest. I'd say Peter Swan. Would you? Yeah, Peter Swan. Tell us about him. What was he like? Um, it was very. When I was a kid, I lived next door, but one to him on Carlisle oh, Road in Sheffield. Yeah. And Where's that, Grimes thought? Grimes Sheffield thought. Six, Stannington. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah. Sorry, my apologies. No Where, what was it called? Carlisle Road. Right, okay. And uh, can I just interact? Yeah, I wish to apologise <laughs> because <laughs> I'm, I'm a scholar. I wish to apologise. <laughs> I was totally wrong. Mick, Mick Pendergast was a centre forward to Wednesday <laughs> because this old man here is a lot older than me and I can't remember. All I remember going to Wigan away in 1977 when we lost no in the FA Cup. No <laughs> I thought he was no a centre forward. Hey, sorry, I'll give you a kiss, mate. No. <laughs> <Go on. laughs> you, you want to shave, young man. <laughs> it's our life, is he? Yeah. Malta, apparently, that. Going back to Peter Swan. Um, <laughs> As I said in the previous uh, recording, uh, I was in Rivlin, <laughs> King Edward VII Hospital, and he used to take my mum up personally to see me. That's mm. a, a very nice man as he is, and nice. he always will be in my eyes. He should have played for England, but the, the, the cloud he, he got finished with football about the bribery. Yeah. I remember T- tell him. us about that, because, like, um, again, that's something... Be- yeah. not be- Well, kind of before my time, but... How big a thing was it? What happened? What was the feeling around Sheffield, and how did people feel when that all unfolded? Um, was it as bad as like it's cast to be now? Definitely not. Um, there are big, big issue over nothing really. Yeah. The guy had got a, a Vauxhall Crestor, a Vauxhall Victor, yeah. and his back doors were tied up with string right. in the, on his car. Really? That was his car. Yeah, it were ro- storming a teacup. Storm the teacup at lost me in my mind anyway. Yeah. Uh, I'm only a young lad, but I remember so well. It's like, so well. in this day and age, football players particularly, like, they're known very well for having a bet and a gamble and stuff, weren't they? So what was the difference with Sheffield Wednesday? Was it, were they betting on... What was the story? It's like, were, well, they bet, were they betting on their own team to lose and then losing? All accounts, I think they were betting on the... Sheffield Wednesday to lose but um, I don't think it were proven yeah. I mean I'm only a kiddie so I can't yeah. I can't digress any further on it but yeah. it were a big big issue over nothing um, yeah. it got potential it were a good centre half and he should have gone on to play for England more times than what he did Cause these, these weren't your average players were they? these were cracking players weren't they, were they? absolutely cracking it were, 
were a stalwart centre four, um, centre half. Sorry, yeah. they were really were, and I love Peter to death. I yeah. always will. Yeah, good. I will. Um, so, like, talk to us about some cult heroes. So, like, over the years, we've seen players that uh, have been undervalued. I would say so. Like, who would you say that, like, over the years that you've seen it, uh, you've seen playing for Sheffield Wednesday that that you like, but like the majority of Wednesday fans might not have appreciated over the years. I mean, actually knew he was one that's currently in the yeah. in the first yeah. team, any that gets grief for that's not necessarily loved, and Jack Hunt and players like that. So, over the years, there's been many, any. I should I should imagine that there's a few, but I can't bring any to mind. To be honest, Neil. Yeah. Not to be fair. Yeah, uh, I don't criticise if they put on the shirt they expect to do the shift yeah and, and do you think um, Wednesday players and Wednesday teams have always fought for the shirt or has there been times that frustrated you there's times obviously when when you've been at the old matches and week after week the cushions are coming on the pitch oh yeah <laughs> from the north stand. week after week week <laughs> after week um, um, I wouldn't put I wouldn't put onus on anybody really Put a name, single yeah. anybody out. Yeah. To be honest, um, you're you're probably the fairest Wednesday fan I've ever met. <laughs> well, that's okay. That's okay. That, that's good. That's, okay. that's good. I like. It's, okay. it's a very noble property to have. To be fair, whereas others might point your fingers at individuals and stuff. That's I, I'd uh, never. I'd never. Uh, not at individuals anyway. Yeah, that's um, great. That's great. I never. That's great. No. Um, so in terms of like your fondest memories of going to matches. Not necessarily the results or the players or anything, but like what what sticks out to you in terms of like the stuff that you absolutely love and and remember fondly. Um, women mates, obviously, uh, there were four or five strong. Flange again, <laughs> bless him, <laughs> old Flange, <laughs> old Stew. Um, <laughs> He's gonna have to send you a tenner after this, you know. But, um, I used to I used to stand when in the triangle before the oh, yeah. cop were made. I used to stand on. There. Uh, hang on a second. Hang on a second. You brought something up now. The triangle is that where Tango stands on the uncovered bit, or is it the bit between the north and the west stand? I won't say he stood on the triangle. I don't think I've ever seen him on there, to be honest. And in, in the triangle gone by, but so so. so the triangle that you're talking about, right, is that between the away end of the north stand or is it between the north stand and the cop? Because, the reason that I bring it up is because yeah. this has been an ongoing debate amongst it's, Wednesday it's fans. Slither north, north stand, the, the slither at the side. Which side? The, the cop side. Is it? it it's right. the Peniston. Yeah. Peniston Road end. Peniston Road right. side. Yeah. 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 It were there, like yeah. a slither there. Interesting, you see, because... Yeah. The triangle, I, I, I've always thought the triangle has been between the north and the west, but where on the uncovered bit now, as it is, and then there's like a bit of a gap where there's a gate and stuff, but uh, it's uncovered where the cop is, and that's where Tango stands and all his mates and stuff on that bit. They didn't used to, if they oh, does no, now. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It didn't used to, but yeah. it might do now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, but but the, the debate reigns and the, and the argument happens uh, over and over as to which is officially the right triangle. Triangle, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, so, so you're talking about the cop end. Cop end, cop end side, yeah. Peniston Road side, yeah. Got yeah. Got yeah. Uh, we used to stand in there and... And was, did that never had a roof, did it? No, no, it never did. A re- rain, sleet, snow, a blower <laughs> used to be out in the elements there, but... I got made some good friends. There were Ray and his mining friends yeah. over the Miners. years. 
there were proper miners from Swinton, they were. Right, OK, Swinton Colliery. Yeah, 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 they were. And they said, um, be outside Rotherham Fruitwell ground on Saturday and we'll take you to Bury at 12 o'clock. It's yeah. a Wednesday away game at Bury or yeah. Bury, call it what you like. I was there at midday and they picked me up on the dock and they took me to Bury with them and brought me back. Unbelievable. Yeah, they were good friends. Yeah. Be outside Rotherham. <laughs> I thought this is a goose chase, but they were there on the yeah. dock. They were, they were there. Proper men. And lo and behold, Wednesday lost four 0 that day. What a shame! <laughs> what could have cried? But it never dampens the Wednesday fan spirit. So I remember being at I think it was Blackburn away, and we were getting absolutely tonked. So we just had a conga. <laughs> Is that, when Carboni, is that when Carboni scored that fantastic goal? I can't remember. All I can remember is we're getting absolutely battered and we're just seeing we're going to score in a minute and had a conga. No, it was 7 2, were we? Possibly. We is that when that, that, that idiot from France played, Patrick Blondeau? Oh, God. Well, you bring you, you give, me years, night, give me nightmares now. Ah. Christ. There you go. There yeah, you go. But my, my point remains, though, that Wednesday fans, in stick adversity, together. we stick together. stick together, but also have a laugh. Too right. Why we we sat outside here having a laugh? That's all yep. it's all about. Fly out to Malta, sit hey. in the street with my hoodie on in is the middle. Who's just the skull? It's the skull. It's the skull. <laughs> so the worst thing is right. But until we just had this conversation, I'd be the one that'd be like saying to Becca and yourselves, like, "Come on, it's not cold. It's like this is summer compared to." It bloody is summer, like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is. Mad. Well, yeah, I'm sat here fucking freezing. <laughs> 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 no, I've got a nice cold beer. Like, you know. <laughs> so moving forward, you're going to be spending more time in Malta specifically. Um, we're toying with the idea of moving over here permanently, yeah. but it's yeah. a big step from from Aya. 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 Can I ask you the question? The reason you're going to live in Malta is because you're going to come to the Sheffield Wednesday Supporters Club and support it. Am I right? Yes. You're, you're correct. You're correct. You're correct. You're correct. Definitely. <laughs> You're correct. There's nothing like about this, this good promotion. You, you, you're a winner. I told you, I'm a salesman. Yeah. I'm a salesman. Yeah. I can tell. I can tell. He's working, aren't he? So, when you, so yeah. Neil, when are you moving over to live well, and promoting uh, Owls Talk I'll, over here in Malta? I, I would love to. Hey, I'll be here from Tuesday onwards, I reckon. Uh, <laughs> hey, 150 a pint, pal. Can't go wrong. Done. It's a deal. <laughs> God. My liver would be gone within a week. It really would. I ended up staggering around the streets. Uh, stag- <laughs> st- st- <laughs> staggering around the streets of. Is it Bujiba? Bujiba! Bujiba! Boogie Bar. And. Uh, Buj- what is it? Bujiba? Bujiba! 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 I will get that no, right. Hold on a minute. It, 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 it's Skull. Right. Skull's the lad. Skull lad! And it's Skull! So the place is called Bajiba. The right. bar is called Scotch Corner. It's Sheffield Wednesday Supporters Club in Bajiba, St Simon Street, or if you're Maltese, San Exman. Right, okay. Okay, yeah. can you come on, Neil? Can, relay that back. So it's on <laughs> Shmun, on San Shmun, in, in Boogie Bar. <laughs> Boogie Bar. Boogie bar, boogie bar, boogie bar, boogie bar, boogie bar, boogie bar, boogie bar. No, that sounds like a Thai bar, doesn't it? A go-go bar. Yeah, yeah. We love your long time at boogie bar. Oh dear, too much fun this, you know. So outside Scotch Corner, listen, thank you ever so much for joining us from Aya. You're very welcome. 
Thank you, Neil. Give, my, I, give my love to everyone in Scotland, uh, especially if any Wednesday fans, no United fans. Can I add, a, can I add uh, any Sheffield Wednesday men that do know me? God bless you a lot. God bless the lot of you. And I mean that. And I know you're not on uh, a technical person and stuff, but are you, are you on Facebook so people can contact you? Um, a bit quicker. Or something like that. It'd be quicker to learn a baboon, but I'll have a go. <laughs> <laughs> Let's put it one way. He's asked me to show him how to do- download yeah. all these web pages on Facebook. Today. Well, the less said about that, the better. Yeah, or, exactly, they're, not, yeah. they're not like them kind of web pages, are they? Oh, no, no, it's not Red Tube, no. All right. <laughs> <laughs> they are in Boogie Bar. <laughs> <laughs> You're getting back to notions, <laughs> uh, Listen, we'll, we'll hopefully... Uh, well, if you give us some names, we'll put them on our talk and we'll see if we can link you up because like, it'd be good for you to yeah. uh, meet up with your mates and that, wouldn't it? At some point. Uh, there's, uh, there's Gordon Broad. Uh, he come up with uh, Brian... Hang on, Lundin. hang on, hang on. Motorbike driving down to the beach. There's Gordon Broad, yeah. David Olivant, Gary Constable and Gord the Flange. I can't remember his second name. <laughs> He's gonna. He, well, yeah, let's let's be flange. honest. Let's be honest. He's, he's, he's gonna remember that. He'll know. He'll know who it is. He'll know it is. He'll know he is. I don't know whether he'd admit it, like, but you know he is. They're my bestest mates ever, and uh, Wednesday thrown through. We'll all us will be. God bless every one of you. Uh, do, and, you, and, you and, and you're not heard from them for a while. No, no. But you like to. I would, yeah. I awesome. Would. Right, I let's, let's, would. That's yeah. the challenge then for our talk is we'll try and put you back in touch with them. Okay, then, bless you, Neil. If not, you can sit on Jimmy Kyle. Tell the <laughs> <family>. <laughs> bless you, yeah. Listen, thanks ever so much and give our love to Air from our talk and that. Thanks, and, Neil. Uh, bless you. It's been a pleasure. It's been absolutely great to meet you. It's been lovely to thanks, meet you. Thanks, Neil. Once again. Go, there's one chance. We're all Wednesday, aren't we? We're Wednesday, aren't we? If, if the bar's shut down by the time you get to Malta, you'll know why. Just noise complaints. Thanks, Neil. <laughs> no problem. Cheers, Neil. Thank you ever so much. Cheers, Thank mate. you. Thanks. Cheers, Neil. Thank you. I've had too many skulls. <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.